health and well-being. And what's our topic today, David? Our topic today, Jane, is depression. Where does it come from and how to let it go? And you're listening to our health and well-being on 2 RFM with naturopath David Lomman for our sponsor, balancetowellness.com.au. And our topic today is depression. David. Yeah, and and depression is one of those things that is affecting more and more Australians, and there's very good reasons for that. Um, One of the things to understand about depression is it's a state of being. It's not really a disease or an illness. It's, It's a state of being that someone gets stuck in. So the black cloud comes down, and they're stuck in this state where nothing feels like it's worthwhile. Yes, so then you just don't know where to go, I suppose. If you're and in and that that's state. one of the difficulties because if you try to deal with it with the skills that you have, you're generally going to fail. You must get new skills. You must find support from other people, from other therapists, from any avenue that you can to help you move through that state of being. And it's like we have a state of happiness and we're quite happy with that, but we have a state of sadness. We don't like that, so we try to get out of it as fast as we can. But when we don't allow ourselves to experience fully our feelings and allow ourselves to work through those feelings, then often they can come back to bite us and they come back to bite us in ways that we just don't know what to do anymore. We just would rather stay in bed, pull the bedclothes over us, not deal with any issues because it's all got too hard. And so it goes with everything else we've been talking about. So is uh, one person's depression the same as another person's depression? Well, there's different types of depression. Someone can get depressed because something happened which was out of their control and they keep mulling it over and they keep thinking about it and that sends them into a state of depression. Somebody else can be depressed because their blood sugar is out of balance. Their actual biochemistry is out of balance and that's where you use the RBTI to find out, okay, what's going on here? Because when survey was done of 1,100 people, 77% of those people said that they were depressed. But that depression was partly as a result of imbalances in the blood sugar. So do people perhaps not always, when they say they're depressed, do they perhaps not, are they not referring to the real state of depression that you're referring to at the moment? There's different states of depression. So some states of depression are known. There's been a trauma. Something happened in childhood. Something was known that is causing the person to reflect on it, to go into it, to, to get bogged down by it, basically. But there are other states that are unknown that people don't know what they're dealing with, and that's where they need expertise, because it's very difficult to get out of depression by yourself. It's like, you know, as I say in the article that is coming up on the website, it's like you're bogged down in a car and you're just spinning your wheels. You're not going anywhere. You actually have to take action to get out of depression. You have to get up and physically move. Uh, one of the things is to go for a walk along the beach every day, um, to do some breathing, to enroll in some classes, to listen to CD, motivational CDs, inspirational CDs, to find a way in which you can be of service to other people is also another good way of helping people out of depression. So sometimes it's easy to do that, I suppose. Um, where do you start to look for some of these answers? Mostly the best place to look is within uh, the community that you're in. What is the support structure? What is, what is the ways in which you can feel supported? 
the worst thing that happens is, and I see it time and time again with families, one member of the family gets depressed and everybody else tiptoes around them. In a way, they need a kick up the backside to actually be able to get motivated to move out of that state of depression. Because if you just stay in that state of depression, it's like staying with a sore back. If you don't get any help for it, it's not going to get any better except over time, 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 time. And in, during that time, life basically fades away to no enjoyment, no thrill, no no fun, no opportunity to interact with a family. Fun's important then. Fun is important. Having fun is important. Going down the beach is important. Riding a bike is important. Walking is important. Playing with a dog is important. Anything that people can do to keep in movement is going to be important. So some of these things you can do yourself, like going for a walk, sitting by the beach, uh, perhaps going you, to a funny movie. You can. The first thing, though, is you have to get out of bed. So if you can't get out of bed, then there, there's a place in which you can't do anything else. So staying in bed all morning, allowing the depression to win, if you like, is not the option that works. That's the one option that doesn't work. Even, and I don't like medications usually, but even going to the doctor and getting a medication to help the system speed up, to help the system recharge, is better than doing nothing. I prefer other options. I prefer to do an RBTI, find out where someone is, give them the right B-group vitamins, give them the right minerals to help balance their body, change their diet, look at the stodgy food they're eating and get that stodgy food out because stodgy food brings stodgy feelings, stodgy thoughts. Sugar is a big barrier that causes a lot of people to feel depressed. The withdrawal from sugar is horrific for some people and that's just an indication of how badly it's been affecting them. So these are all good things that a practitioner can help uh, with. Um, are we going to look perhaps at some more of the types of causes of depression? Yeah, I'd like to do that after, after the break, Jane, because it's important to know that not all depressions are the same. There are different causes for depression and there are different ways of helping people to get through that depression. 2NURFM, 27 past 12 the time, and you are listening to 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, balancedwellness.com.au and naturopath David Lomman. Depression, what are the causes? Well, sometimes, Jane, it can be as simple as a trauma that's happened to somebody. And, and because they're dwelling on that trauma, and it happened a lot with um, veterans, it happened a lot, happens a lot with the police, it happens a lot with teachers, it happens with ambulance officers, it's, it's what they call post-traumatic stress disorder. And what happens with that is that the, the emotional content of what that person went through was so great that they just shut their body down. They shut their emotions down. And that's where they went more into depression. There can also be trauma from childhood. Uh, in my own life, there was a trauma in my childhood that I buried for 45 years. It didn't cause me depression, but it stopped me from a partial enjoyment of my life to the fullest extent that I could have had. So through hypnotherapy, I've been back there a number of times to clear that up, and that, that has taken that pressure away from that issue. 
It can be weight or other physical issues. Someone doesn't know why they're putting on weight, but they're putting on weight, and it seems like it's no reason. Whatever they eat, they they become overweight, so they become ill or they become um, depressed about how they look and how they feel. Or they have an expectation of how they ought to look and feel, and the expectation is something which stops them from actually enjoying life. That so, I mean, any any time you you lose from enjoying life is that much time too much. It's much that it, it just takes away from the enjoyment of life. So no two depressions are the same. They can have similar characteristics, and yet they will be affecting everybody differently. Um, all the different things that I've put up on the website, those are issues that I've dealt with with people over the years and my colleagues have dealt with over the years. And basically, they're very, very well-known reasons why people get depressed. And none of it is to do with a lack of a drug. You know, it, it just isn't. It is to do with unresolved issues in life, unresolved sadness, unresolved anger, the inability to get angry or to display anger or to let the anger out or to be sad. Because there was a, a woman who wrote a book called um, uh, Passages. And, and basically she was in Ireland and a person alongside of her was shot, you know, and she was there and witnessed it she took been talking to this person and that sent her immediately into depression that's a post-traumatic stress disorder but from that came her experience of finding out why other people were depressed and about life and life's journey and so it's a really good book to read to understand more about the dynamics of our life now, David, just at the moment, we should pause and say, uh, when you're talking about the website, your article is up on the 2NURFM.com website. website. So that's the place to go to find out all the details of yes. what you're talking about today. And articles are up there from each of the programs that I've done in the past as well. Mm-hmm. And it's important to understand that there is a dynamic that as physical human beings we need in place. We need the right amount of water. We need the right types of food. We need the right types of minerals and we need the right types of enzymes and everything else in our life is based around those. And if any one of those goes out of balance, it can throw our life out of balance. Along with that, we need emotional stability. We need the ability to own our own emotions, to own our sadness and to let it pass through, to own our happiness and let it pass through. It's only when we we stall those things, when we can't delve through and resolve those issues that most people get depressed. Now, have you talked about stress in your article as well? as being a cause, stress either at work or at home or relationship or whatever? Yes, because stress is one of those things. If we continually are stressed, bullying, for instance, that can cause depression. If we're continually stressed by the incorrect diet, that can cause depression. If we're continually stressed by not feeling good enough about ourselves, that can cause depression. Because it is our image of ourself, which is how we relate to the rest of the world. That's the paradigm we think from. And if our paradigm is that we're not good enough, then we will retreat within ourself, and that in itself is a cause for depression. Mm, mm. So stress is a problem. Um, David, we're happy to take calls, are we? Yeah, absolutely. And if you'd like to be part of the program and perhaps share some experiences about depression, sure. then give us a call, 49216216, and... 
get you on to speak to David. It is to NURFM's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomman, and we're talking about depression today, and Greg has rung up. Hello, Greg. You've got... Hi, Greg. Yeah, good day, David. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Um, I was diagnosed uh, depression back in 2005 <clears throat> through some physical um, ailments that I was having, and I was quite very surprised when the doctor or the GP said over the counter, it's quite easy that you've got depression, uh, which said about a course of drugs. Um, yes. Pretty much the easy solution, I thought, at the time. Um and I, this is back in West Australia. I've moved to New South Wales in the meantime and changed doctors and it's pretty much the same course of action as throwing drugs down your throat. When um, things weren't working, I'd go back and say that's not working, that up the dosage. Um, all the time, I think, like most people now, you're on the web Googling drugs that you've been um, you know, given and, and you know, when it got on to Lexapro, quite a high dosage, I was reading things that I didn't like at all and, and certainly experiencing what the rest of the world were experiencing with certain drugs. Uh, I tried um, hypnotherapy to, to try and help things. Um, so in the end, I, you, you become a bit of a self-diagnosis type person with the information given to you. And one of the areas that came up that really raised my eyebrow was uh, low testosterone. Yes. And I asked the doctor about that. He, he disagreed but sent me for a course of um, blood tests anyway. And came back that I had a... Um, uh, a blood group similar to a lactating female. Right. And uh, sent me on a course of um, steroids, basically. Yes. I must have said, I, I felt better um, after that. And I was interested to hear your points earlier about everything has a, um, a root cause uh, that causes depression and it's not a, a lack of a drug in your body type thing. I was just wondering what your view would be on that. Um, well, to have a testosterone deficiency, usually you're going to have a liver function problem. Because the yeah. liver and the, and the basis of working within the body to keep the hormonal system balanced, part of that is about liver function and part of it's about the right food and part of it's about the right minerals. Mm -hmm. But it's also the fact that, that your body makes what it needs according to what raw material is available. So, Supporting your body and looking at the work of, say, someone like Abraham Hoffer and supporting your body with the right minerals will usually help you overcome a low testosterone problem. Right. But you, okay. but you have to be willing to take that course. You know, you have to yeah. look at it as I have a problem and I need a solution, but the solution isn't going to be these drugs because I've tried that and it hasn't worked. No, and, and to be honest, I've weaned myself off the drugs. Yes. And, and to be honest, I don't know why, but I feel a lot better off them. Well, all drugs have side effects, so most people feel better off of them. The thing is that drugs need to be short-term while a solution is found, in my belief, rather than the answer to the problem. Yeah. Because they yep. n are not the answer to the problem. While, while people take drugs, there can be other things going on underneath that they're not aware of and they actually need to be working with. Uh, I... I totally agree, and I, and I could write a book on my, my past from you know, military service to, you know, as a father, quite horrific childbirth um, on two occasions. Yes. Um, yeah, and all of I that know. adds up. All of that yes. goes into our system, and unless we have a very strong faith and we have a great deal of gratitude towards life and we are there to be of service, a lot of these things just pass through our system and we don't understand what is actually going on. 
And that's so much what you were saying with the underlying issues before, David. And uh, Greg's question leads on to a comment that Wayne made about two kinds of depression being chemical depression and reactive depression. Yes, and to me, reactive depression means that something happened, right? And we just heard from Greg, things happened. But he was never given the skills to actually work through those things, and that's the important step. With chemical or endogenous depression or depression of unknown origin, they're saying the serotonin is out of balance or the dopamine is out of balance or this is out of balance or whatever it may be. But the drugs themselves, because of the side effects of the drugs, blank most people out. They raise their moods, but they're not really... In, in my experience anyway, when people come to me and they're on things like uh, some of the name drugs, they're not really present. They, they, they've lost the spark of life that they can get back if they actually work through the issues that are actually causing the problem in the first place. But they have to be willing to work through the issues. And it isn't an easy road. It's one of these things where there are causes, there are known causes now. What are you going to do about that? What workshop will you do? What CDs will you listen to? What supplements will you take? What what uh, benefit of what wisdom will you take? And to me, that's a better way to work through any issues of depression. And probably have a better long-lasting effect. Absolutely, without side effects. Mm. The only side effect is having a happy life, basically. We all want a happy life. We do. <laughs> depression, that's been our subject today. And the last word, David? If don't do nothing. Basically, move. Do something. As um, a colleague of mine, Rowan O'Reilly, would say, movement is the key to life. If you just lie there, you'll get buried there. Move. Get up. Go for a walk. Drink water. Get yourself assessed with the RBTI analysis. Find out every bit about yourself that you can and be willing to go anywhere within yourself to find the answers because because that, I can guarantee you, is where the answers are. However scary it might be. However scary it may be. And that's to NURFM's health and well-being today. Thank you, David Lomond. Thank you, Jane. And you'll be back next week after the midday news on Tuesday on 2NURFM. And it's brought to you by our sponsor, balancetowellness.com.au.